Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to episode 246 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. <laughs> and my name is Barbara. What's happening, Barb? How are you down in warm and not rainy Florida? Freaking awesome. I'm just yeah. great. It's been a great week. Super busy. My mom turned 80. We had parties and my brother is in town and I don't know. It's just really special. So I'm in a very good spot. Yeah. Take the good weeks when you can. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys getting super slammed for the holidays or? Yes, Elvis. Yeah. I kicked some serious today. I took yesterday off to spend time with my family and then today I was just like, whoa. So yes, 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 and yes. So you doing the high aesthetics, what's your cutoff date for stuff to be done by the end of the year? Have you reached that date yet or? No, I don't have a cutoff date. We do whatever we, whatever comes in, we do it digitally or. You don't have that day that after this, you can't have it before the end of the year? No, not in that area because, you know, it's smile design cases. And so if I can get them done, I will. If I can't, you know, I'm not going to do them in four days. I was going to say, if it comes in on the 28th. (laughs) No, but um, I I usually don't say no. So if I can make it happen, I do. Well, that's why everyone likes you. You don't say no. Oh, come on. (laughs) So we actually have kind of a big of announcement, but we were actually going to hold off on telling everybody this, but some people have found out. How? I want to know how. I don't know. It's probably um, Sean Nowak and Joe. <laughs> Joe involved? I wouldn't doubt. <laughs> but, you know, it's hard because I don't want to get too excited because we're still 70 days away. I'm going to um, get too excited. From this event. But at LMT Lab Day Chicago, this is 2023, of course, Barb and I will be recording the podcast from the Grand Ballroom A&B with our new friends from... Yeah, they've been my friends forever. Just Yeah, more your friends, but I'm getting friendly with them. <laughs> Ivaclar Vivadent. Yes. I know. We're going to be in Ivaclar's big ballroom, and they're going all out. Because this year, they're actually celebrating 100 years. That is so fantastic. Isn't I'm... it? Yes. That's a lot of years. And how do you celebrate a whole century? Podcasting. That's... <laughs> I think they had it in their plan they wrote 100 years ago. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's right. Remember, right before you go down the escalators to the main exhibit hall, there are those big ballrooms. You know what I'm talking about. And one of them will be Ivaclar. And they have agreed to set up a spot so Barb and I can record anyone willing to sit down. So we're still 70 days out. So start making plans, saving money. Asking for time off, distracting your family so you can come to Chicago in 2023 and hang out with us at the Ivaclar Ballroom February 24th to the 25th in 2023. And I'm sure as we get closer, a lot more details will come out. Yeah, because somebody will find out, like Sean Nowak. If you read it on the internet, it's got to be true. Right. So this week, we welcome Removable Technician Ashley Henderson. If you spend any time on Instagram, you know, also known as the biggest source for dental technician podcast guests. Yeah, pretty much. And Elvis. (laughs) You might have seen Ashley in her work. 
What we didn't know when Barb and I asked her to come on is that she's actually with Affordable Dentures and Implants out of Nashville, Tennessee. So it was really great to talk to someone because we've never had anybody on from Affordable. Ashley talks about getting into the industry by pouring models for a clear aligner company, finding her way to Aspen, and then to Affordable. And within that, she talks about workflow, all those same-day walk-ins, working directly with patients and handling their expectations, which isn't always easy. Right on. Training, her on social media. Hair. Her bright colored hair and so much more. It was a great opportunity to talk to someone that has worked both at Aspen and Affordable and to learn what she has seen over the years. So join us as we chat with Ashley Henderson. Outside of the podcast, I actually have a real job. I know, it's hard to believe. I get to work directly with dental offices to provide amazing smiles to patients. But don't we all? But I do it with data instead of a handpiece or a mill. I use data that most labs already have but don't know how to access it or use it. Enter iCortica. I-C-O-R-T-I-C-A. If your lab is already using Magic Touch, great, you're halfway there. If you aren't, then go get Magic Touch just so you can use iCortica. It will be worth it. Let's be honest, access to easy to understand information is the key to any sales or customer service position. Did I mention that they have bar graphs? This is exactly what iCortica does for me on a daily basis. Every morning, I wake up to an email showing me the risks and the opportunities across all of the customers. I can then dive in to see specific customer information and look at so much like sales by product, trends by category or restoration. I can see all the notes and I can even see their remake percentage. It allows me to know who I should talk to about what without having to spend hours digging into production software or making a ton of Excel spreadsheets. It's all right there. Every metric I need to be successful. So do yourself and your lab a favor and head over to icortica.com forward slash voices or send Rob Nazelle an email at rob at icortica.com and start understanding your dental offices in a way you never had before. Check out this episode's show notes for all of those links, and we thank you for your support of the podcast, Icortica, and I personally thank you for making my job easier. Voices from the Bench The Interview We'd like to welcome to the podcast today, Ashley Henderson from Nashville, Tennessee. How are you today? Hi, guys. Uh, I'm good. I'm just peachy. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. fantastic. We're both doing fantastic. What's better, peachy or fantastic? I don't know. I mean, I think I'd settle for a little of both. Yeah. <laughs> good answer. I definitely... <laughs> I'll take anything above a kumquat. That's what yeah. I would take. Yeah. I'm good. 100%. <laughs> So, Ashley, like so many other people we have on the podcast, we found you because I spend too much time on Instagram. Oh, yes, you (laughs) do. I do. It is a guilty pleasure of mine. And I see you posting lots of great removable work. And that brings you to the podcast for us to ask, how did you get started in the industry? 
Awesome. So probably back in 2015, I would say I went to school to be a dental assistant, actually. Was like super excited about learning like the surgery side. So like I just went through like one of those little programs. I was like six, seven months. Graduated from that and did like oral surgery really briefly. It was far too much blood for me. Yeah. Oh, um, God, yes. Ugh. Like okay. my first full mouth, I about passed out. Like I remember looking at Doc and I was like, yo, like I'm I'm going to hit the floor. Like blood was just pooling and I was like, oh, this is too much. So like I, I had to sit in front of a fan with like crackers and a, and a cold towel and some water and like recuperate. <laughs> like it was so me. embarrassing. But at the same time, like that's when I knew like I don't think I could do this every day. <laughs> Didn't they gear you up during school, show you videos or anything, or get you ready for this kind of thing? Or so, like they do, but the thing about it is, is like you go through the program and like you're learning all the book stuff for it, which is cool. That's great, but then like it prepares you. It's it is nothing compared to being inside someone's mouth. Like yeah, that was so. Like I, I externed at an oral surgery place, and so that's where like I got to see a lot of that. Mm. which I guess was kind of a good thing because then I realized, you know, instead of trying to take it on a job somewhere for that, like that was not for me. So I tried to apply at like a couple of other places to be a dental assistant and nobody would hire me or like really give me a chance because I didn't have experience, which is crazy. Every time they ask you, how do you deal with blood? You just kind of freaked out. You know, we didn't really get into it. We didn't even get, I, I wouldn't even get as far as to be asked that question before they were like, yeah, you don't have any, okay. And I'm just like, dang, thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Like, I mean, someone's got to give you a chance to get started. Right. Everybody has to get their, you know, their foot in their door and their hands on things. So I ended up getting hired by like this orthodontic company who is making pretty much Invisaligners. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, that's good. So they hired me on for that. And like, it was a whole bunch of like, they didn't have a model trimmer. So we're pouring these models, which like the patients are taking their own impressions out of this putty and they're sending it in in a kit, right? Oh, it's one of those. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> Good quality impressions, I'm sure. Like pop those suckers apart and you start scraping on them with a periostal trying to like define the margins and like, you know, like get it going. And then that's where like one of my coworkers there was looking for a lab trainee and they work for Aspen and they're like, Hey, you know, they have like a training program. They were trying to talk me into like, you know, coming over there and doing that. And of course, like me being super complacent at the time, I was like, Oh, I don't know. I was like really apprehensive about it. But then at the same time, I'm pretty impulsive. So, and I like a challenge. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, let's go see what they have to give. Real quick, how long were you making clear aligners? Like, Ooh. were you there for a long time? No, like six months, maybe seven. Did they do anything but clear aligners? No, well, like, they just did liners, that's it. So you just sat there and just trimmed trays, like, all day long? So, like, I would either be pouring, like, 400 models a night or, like, scraping them or doing like the bio form, um, sometimes some three shape stuff, just okay. pretty much like every single part of the fabrication 
I eventually like got my hands on. Yeah, four hundred models. Is that, like, is, is that a I was gonna say. Is that a serious yeah. number? It is, man. It was it was bananas. Like, That's a lot. and I work nights too, so I'll, like here I am just sitting here, do to do, pouring these Four in the morning, pouring these <laughs> models. Like, yeah, yeah, girl, you got two more hours and you're good. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> so then you went over to Aspen, and so did you like it right away? Oh, I loved it. Like, really? I've always been a fan of like real artsy stuff, and I guess that's just kind of how I felt like it was my calling. Because like when I got in there, I was just like, man, this is really cool. But like I could also tell it was gonna, it wasn't gonna be easy, you know. Yeah. Like the person who trained me was really good, and like they just made everything look so easy and so nice. And then like when I would try to attempt it, I was like, my God, this looks like shit. Like I'm never <laughs> gonna be able to like put the, anything in anyone's mouth. So, yeah, so then, like, you know, obviously, the more you do it, the better you get, the more you learn. And then, like, eventually, like, a a year later, I graduated from training. I had uh, two different trainers. They were both really good. And I feel like they just kind of threw me in there, which prepared me for my career and my journey. Do they do, like, a a year training program? Do they bring you through, like, a series of things? Or do they put you right in the removable area and you start on that? So I'm not sure how long like the normal program is because I think it might be like 48 weeks, six months. Some people like some people get longer, some people get less. Right. Well, like my trainer got promoted, so I had to go work with someone else and I ended up being there a little bit longer. But like when I first started out, I did model work, you know, like landmarks, knowing your anatomy, like knowing what you're building on and kind of like your guidelines and stuff. And from model work to processing and repairs and relines. And then the last thing was setting teeth, which took me, it took me a little while to really like, you know, even now I still try to get better and better setting teeth. Always try to like pay attention to my setups, you know, different ways to tweak things. Um, I know there's a lot of inspiration out there. You know, I don't think I'll ever be 100% the best, but, you know, I always try to wake up and be better than I was yesterday. Me too, damn it. Like, my Instagram is solely for, like, reflection. So, like, I have some stuff from, like, when I first started out, but it's still not from, like, the very beginning, which kind of sucks. But, like, I jumped on long enough. Like, I think I've had it for, like, two years, and, like, I can see so much progression in just those two years. Yeah. It's funny how we see our skills get better and better and better and better as we get better actually you get to see your stuff in the mouth right oh yeah so for sure that's one thing I've always loved about like Aspen is as I got that hands-on training from people next to me guiding me they also like threw me in the room where I'm able to see patients like do adjustments like see how things are supposed to function and how they're supposed to work I think that like plays a big deal in the fabrication of it because I've probably worked at like five different labs now and Whenever I'm away from one where I'm working with the doc, I always miss that relationship because I feel like that like sometimes can help make us better in a sense. If you don't kill them first. Oh, yeah. Well, you (laughs) for sure. You definitely like because I've had my fair share of challenges and like in that department. Mm -hmm. As of now, as of late, I can honestly say like I'm super grateful to have the doctor that I have and like the open communication that we have is great. And like I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I've had them both ways too. Some of them are not fun to work nope, with at all. They are not. <laughs> right. 
I you mentioned five other labs. Were they all Aspen or were they? No. So I started out with Aspen and then I left for a year and I came back to work for them in North Carolina. Okay. So like I've done a whole bunch of traveling with the companies, which is great because I've gotten to work with like so many different people. And as you guys may know, like nobody does everything exactly the same way. Oh, yeah. And it's the most beautiful part of it is like, no one has to do something exactly the same. Like you can all do it your own way and still come out with something that's like beautifully effective. Yeah. So working with them, I also worked for like a couple other labs that were in Nashville. And now I reside at the affordable dentures and implants in Nashville. Oh, you're oh, at Affordable. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yes, I, I don't think we've ever up. talked to somebody at Affordable. Nope. I don't believe we have, Elvis. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare, you're representing awesome. a whole company. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't you put that weight on my shoulders there. <laughs> What's it like? Is it like an Aspen? I always figured it was. They just did more implants. So, yeah. And, like, honestly, that's one of the reasons why I was really drawn to them is because, like, I do want to advance my skills, but like there are a lot of places out here where it's hard to do that because they don't like do a lot of implants or do a lot of special cases where like as of late, like even I've probably been there for four, like three or four months now, Mm -hmm. but like I've gotten to get my hands on a lot of implants and like learn the all on fours and stuff like that. And it's really cool. Like it's really interesting and I see it as a challenge and it's great. I would say It differs from Aspen in a sense that, I mean, they're old school ways or they want everything same day, right? So you're thinking, God, if you're doing all this stuff same day, how like you don't want to sacrifice your quality for quantity. Yep. But like I work with a really good team, like just as long as we're all working together. I mean, it always helps to have help, right? Most Aspens have like one tech, maybe sometimes two or three if they're really busy. Mm Mm-hmm. Just as long as like, you know, you have that flow going, you can make it work. But they said that their main goal, you know, is the is the same day dentures. But I think some offices have started to veer away from that. And they're trying to do like more scheduled stuff. I try to do like their immediates and stuff like that. Of course, you know, someone's in pain. Someone needs teeth. I totally get it. Like we try to rush those. And then mm-hmm. wax try-ins, we give like a couple days out just you know, just to make sure that we can give the best quality that we can give on those. So are you the only technician at the location? No. So I manage the location and I have two other employees that work with me and we all are full technicians. So pretty just versatile, you know? Yeah. And how many same day dentures do you do any or have you totally gotten off of that so i mean i'm not a fan but i can't really have a voice because i guess that's kind of what the company stands for yeah but you know we haven't really been super busy i know that during their super busy season they can do like 40 arches yeah like a lot a lot yeah that's and i'm looking at them even coming in being like well i don't know you know we'll see let's start with a certain amount and then do what what's comfortable for us as far as quantity and quality because you yeah, don't want to put out 40 for, sure. for them all to look like it right well of course yeah. <laughs> no doubt yeah but um, three people doing 40 arches in a day yeah so we haven't start really to finish i mean that's before you even have the patient in the chair right um yeah so the impressions come in in the morning and they have a cutoff that's until nuts. like 10 10 30 i tell them 10 
Um, But we really haven't done that many since I've been there. So, like, as far as, like, what the people that, you know, I work with, what we can do. Sure. We haven't exactly been thrown that much. I mean, there's been one girl that's been there for three years. And, like, she was there during the time that they were doing all that. Obviously, they made it work somehow. (laughs) That's insane. But, like, as of late, it really hasn't been too bad. Maybe at the most 20. That's still a lot. That's not too bad, but that's a lot. Still sounds like a lot to me. So that's got to be like what individual. So there's three of you you're saying. So that's like seven a day. Or are you talking 20 a day for you? Oh, not for me solely. No, no, no. We oh, split it. Okay. Yeah, so it definitely, I was going to have a heart attack. Like it definitely All helps right. when you're able to split it, but it's not like consistently every day because like we are slow. So like say yeah. we have six or seven patients come in and they all want their stuff. Like, you know, that's definitely doable. I think as a sense that we're, we're starting as a different team it's still going to be us figuring out what's what's going to work for us you know yeah well how do you usually split it one person does one thing or does one person handle each arch so like how how i yeah so how i like to do it obviously with the wax try-ins we have time but i do like who like whoever's setting the case to follow through with the case so say like we have like resets and like we have time on stuff like that i want one person to follow through with that case and then as far as immediates and stuff we just kind of grab like we'll rotate it one comes in me and my other technician like we just kind of rotate back and forth who gets it and then i have another girl who i've been kind of helping train and she is starting to really pick up on getting better at like setting teeth and stuff because like she's done everything else for the past three years right yeah. Well, just now she's been able to get her hands on things. Slowly, I'll let her grab what she feels she's comfortable with, which she's really good with, like, single arches. So me and him will pretty much knock out the bulk of it. And whatever she feels like she can grab, she'll do. But she also does all of the processing and then, like, a lot of finishing, too. Yeah, that's a big job. Jeez. We all pretty much help each other, though. We'll jump in, impressions come in, someone's in the middle of doing something. We can look around and realize that and just kind of be where we need to be. Yeah, makes a lot of sense, but still a big workload. Are you guys slow? You mentioned slow. I've, I've seen a little bit of a slowdown. You're, you're seeing the same thing lately? Yes, we are. We really didn't have too many cases in the lab today. To be honest, like maybe eight. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? All of a sudden, I don't know if it's because tomorrow's voting day and everybody's just freaking out but we've seen that as well here at our lab yes it's all over the country it's time yeah. change too people are just losing their minds yeah this time yep. change is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> so do you do a lot of partials or is it mostly just completes so yeah we do our fair share of partials like it, it really is just a mixture of like fools and partials mm-hmm. so whatever we get thrown is pretty much what we do <laughs> And so what's, what do they do? So do they mostly go to affordable knowing that they can get something that quick or do they find out when they get there? How does that work for a patient? So a lot of the times, like especially with patients with previous history, they know that like the, that mostly they will get same day. But as of late, especially since the office, like before I got there, they had lost a lot of staff. Mm-hmm. So they only had a couple people. Then they were doing it more on a schedule base. Which gotcha. is really like something that I, I want to push for. Like I get understand doing some same day, but like I don't want it to get to where it's too crazy, you know. Of course I have to do what's what's required, but also making sure that, you know, we are doing the best that we can as professionals. Yeah, for sure. 
Sometimes those same day repairs, that gets so very stressful. <laughs> they come in yeah, and they're like, hey, can it. you repair this? And I'm like, if you bring in one more f-ing cracked partial, I swear to God, like. <laughs> I'm going to choke you. Like, I yeah. literally, like, I feel myself, like, if I hear the door, my eyes automatically just, like, in my peripherals, they're burning a hole through, like, whoever is in that direction. <laughs> I'm just like, I swear to you. <laughs> Can I just finish? Don't this? even come in here and ask me anything right now. I have enough. Yeah, yeah. like, it has a tendency I have that look as well. to get really, really crazy. But it's just being emotionally prepared for that. Lots of Red Bull. Lots, <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of rest the night before. You know, we'll come to Jesus meeting on the way to work, whatever you got to do. So where do they do the implants? They don't do implants there, do they? Yeah. So, yeah, they'll place them and like do the pickups and stuff like that. Wow. Are you a part of that conversion? A little bit. Like I said, I'm learning. So I still am learning a lot. But mostly they do a lot of like the conversion, like we'll fabricate it and get everything ready for them. But when it comes to like actually doing the rest of it, that's mostly them. Wow. Are you in there when they're doing surgery or are you on the floor with your head in the bucket? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can be in there. Like, I guess it, it, it got better as far as the more that I worked with people inside the mouth, the better that I got with all of that. Like, especially having in the past had doctors depend on me to do deliveries and stuff Mm -hmm. and adjustments like on any patient that's just sitting there with their mouth open bleeding to death this is stabbing me ah ah and i'm like okay let me let me take care of that for you you know like yeah i gotta tell you the first time i went to a full arch surgery the doctor was super cool and he's like hey i hear it's your first time i totally understand sometimes when people see the blood feel free don't be embarrassed if you need to leave lean against the wall if you need to sit on the floor all of that. He's like, just don't worry about it. And I'm like, all right. You know, I wasn't even thinking about it till now. Thanks. And <laughs> I get there and the patient, you know, getting prepped, I look over and there's tape on her eyes. Oh my God. That freaked me out more than all the blood, all the bone shaving, all it was, like, I don't know. Why? It was just Strap something about up. taping your eyes shut. It just kind of like horror movie freaked me out a little bit (laughs) why do they keep the eyes shut well when you go under they don't want you waking up i i don't know it just they do maybe not everybody does i don't know this guy did and some people are hard to sedate it just kind of freaked me out seeing someone with their eyes taped shut more than all the blood Right, right. We were working on a guy in the middle of surgery and he full blown wakes up and tries to unstrap himself. And so then there's like three people running in the room to jump on top of this guy because he's freaking the Hulk. And he's like, like, no, (laughs) we're trying to take your teeth out. Sit still. (laughs) (laughs) So do you guys have good, great and awesome like denture teeth that you can pick from where some you use for immediates or some you use for the more expensive one do you guys have tiers like that there yeah so we do we have like an economy and then like a premium and an ultimate fit Mm -hmm. so like our economy teeth are their new shade plus i don't think i've heard of them the hot shade is 55 (laughs) yeah everyone knows 55 is a new 30 Mm. yeah yeah let me tell you it's It's pretty, pretty nice. (laughs) And then we have for like our premium, we use Image APN. 
Never heard of that one. For our ultimate fit, we use the Avaclar. Oh, good, good, I get good. so excited so when patient, I get those. Yeah. <laughs> Tooth shapes are great. So, yeah, so do you like tweaking your laterals a little bit, or do the patients dictate what they want to look like? I mean, how does that all roll in with what you do? Girl, these patients love to dictate. It is a monarchy up in that like they're like <laughs> straight up they tell me like literally i have to bust the articulator out sometimes and like show them how the mouth functions because folks will come in and they'll demand to be a class three and they know good and damn well they're not and they're just like this is how i want my teeth and i'm like do you want to eat <laughs> <laughs> well obviously they don't say they want to be class three what do they say they'll legit show me like they'll fix their jaw in a way is like to how they want their teeth presented like especially if they have the wax trying in their mouth yeah i mean they're not all bad but like there's a lot of them that come in and they're just like, and i understand it like i always tell them you know i'm here for you yeah which i take care of you like you're my grandma like i'm not going to give you anything i wouldn't want her to wear yep so like yeah, I mean, they're not all bad. I mean, obviously you have the ones that come in and they're really salty and then they think they're going to have like the worst experience and they're like hard to please. Mm -hmm, but then yeah. you deliver their denture and they're like crying and that's the best feeling in the world, Aww. right? Yes, totally. I don't know. Like you get the good and the bad and the crazy and it just, it's a part of dental, I guess. <laughs> How do they yeah. handle selecting the teeth? Do you give them options or do you pick one? So this is what I suggest. Most of the time we'll pick just by like their arch and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, if there is a patient that we feel like they're going to keep wanting to change the shade, like you'll have them change it from A1 to B1 and then back to A1 and then back to <laughs> B1. You'll shift their midline left to the right, yeah. up, Ugh. down. <laughs> <laughs> so like if it's one of those, I really do try to make sure I take the time to make them feel like that were there for them they're involved yeah so <laughs> like i'll go in there and like i'll pick out three different molds and I'll be like yes this is what we have you know and i'll kind of let them choose make them feel like they're in control because i mean when you have a busy schedule yeah they are in and out but i feel like sometimes they might feel like they're rushed and like i don't ever want them to feel like they're making a decision because they're being rushed or if they feel like they're rushed and they're just making a decision. Like I kind of sit down with them and I'm like, Hey, we're here for you, but we can't help you if you don't let us know. Yeah, for sure. And then they're happy. What's the percentage that you usually do that's an overdenture? Because I imagine you see a lot of locator cases at affordable dentures and implants. Oh yeah. Let's see. I did one this morning before I dipped out. It just really varies. I mean, I would say we get at least five a week. Yeah, that's if pretty not, good. If not yeah. more. Is that the attachment of choice for the company? You know, I'm not sure. They definitely make it known that like they, they are big on the implants because they do do mm -hmm. them there. And we do have a lot of people go with those. They also have an option for digital dentures, which like oh, really? they want to start incorporating. Of course, the doctors can decide whether they want their office to go fully digital or not. Right now, we're kind of like doing both. But we haven't converted the lab or anything. What does that mean? Like, the, is the doctor scanning or? Yeah. So they'll scan yeah. and stuff like that. But like we have talked about in the future, possibly bringing in the digital and trying to do like maybe our premium cases analog and then everything else digital. Mm -hmm. mm. 
but it's just in the talks right now. <laughs> Are you down for that? Would you like to learn that? I would love to learn that. I'm I'm also like I'm I'm open to learning anything and everything that there is to learn as long as it's easy for me to access, you know. Like yeah. <laughs> Like I'm trying to get there. Like I'm really enjoying watching everybody like on their digital journey now. I know there's a lot of like trial and error with it, but yeah. It looks like a good time. I definitely want to start learning more about that and then like being able to do the fancy cases because obviously they look like so much fun. Do you have a, the ability to, to go to like um, CE courses and get more training where you're at? You know, I have not looked into that yet since like I've only been with them for the better part of three months. So it's definitely something that I need to ask <laughs> and see yeah. what whatever else they have to offer. I know that I want to get my CDT and they do reimburse us for that, which... It's kind of a start for me. I need to try to look into getting that and then also like yeah. furthering my education. And life gets busy, but we got a grind to get. Barb wrote all the questions for the CDT. Oh, I did some of them. <laughs> I just kidding. So that would be helpful. Yep. You got a little book? You got mm-hmm. a little bookie book? <laughs> yeah. I have good memories. She wants the cheat sheet, Barb. <laughs> hey, I can I can earn it fairly too. The cheat sheet would be dope though. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I want the cheat sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you do. You can't have it. Did you find the training from Affordable different than Aspen? Did they have to retrain you? Was there things they do different that was noticeable for you? So I didn't have to do like any retraining. Like I think most of it was just like a bench assessment. Yeah, I'm sure you flew right through it. Yeah, so I did that before they hired me, and then there wasn't really anything extra, but I mean, I can say I've had my fair share of seeing the traditional way of doing things, and then like the more modern way, I would say, like aside from digital, because I've been in labs where like I remember walking in and seeing the packing for the first time, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like how do I, how do I flask that, and what do I do with that thing, and just like the nervousness, nervousness of being in a different setting and like them using different materials and different things I think that having moved around and been able to see that has also like not only given me the knowledge but the confidence to to go in there and feel like you know I can get it done not saying that extra training is is bad because it's good but there wasn't really anything different I would say like they do operate like they have the same kind of materials and stuff as Aspen, but they just have, their demands are different. It sounds like you have to do a lot more there. <laughs> well, you do, but you also have to think about 40 a day. It's not always 40 a day. And and since I've been there, it hasn't been 40 a day. It's been really slow, but like, yeah, they've just kind of made it clear that it can get pretty hectic. So are you in charge of training any of the new technicians that come into the company or... So yes, nice. One of the girls, she was the she did processing and the model work and pretty much everything else, but setting teeth. And like, of course, when they were running at such a high pace, it was really hard for her to get that training. Yeah. But like, there is a lot of extra support within the company where they have like, if we ever did get to the point to where I felt like I couldn't train her and do everything else at the same time, they have a lot of support that they can send as well as. I feel like just them being able to get their have the opportunity to get their hands on things is going to help them learn a lot too. Yeah. So like just giving them the confidence to give them the opportunity is honestly everything because sometimes people they're they're supposed to train you right, 
but they don't really guide you. I don't know oh, if that makes that's sense. Interesting. Like, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, usually in labs, you never have the time. Right. So right. Time. <laughs> time is of the essence. Yeah, and then you like, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, and you never get to it. That's the problem. Like, it, it would just weigh so heavily on me because, like, I, I wouldn't want to tell anyone anything that I felt like I couldn't live up to. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, giving giving someone hope and taking it away is almost like crushing someone, you know? Yeah. I'm going to train you. <laughs> yeah, like, because she really wanted to learn to set teeth, but they always said they never had time. And I said, you know what? I think it was, like, my first week I gave her a lower, a full lower set up against um, a natural. And she set that thing up, and I was like, oh, my gosh. She knows what she's supposed to do. She's got this going. Like, she just needs a little bit of confidence and, like, to tweak some things, you know? But she had yeah. it. And, like, her very first setup went to finish. Really? It did. That's awesome. That's got to be pretty rare. <laughs> I'm telling you, I had them call her in there, too, so she could see it in the patient's mouth. And she was so excited. And I was just, it just made my heart so happy. <laughs> I was just like, way to go, man. Well, that's an easy train, then, if they can already do that. Yeah, but you got to pick up wherever they left off. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's for sure. I think, yeah, it would definitely be time consuming to try to train someone from nothing to like a full tech. Like I could, it could definitely be done, but you would have to be able to have the time to guide them. Like for, as for instance, when I learned at Aspen, like it's a much slower pace. So it's easier for like you and one other person to sit down and get something done besides being distracted a whole bunch, if that makes sense. So have you ever had to train somebody from nothing? I have not. Yeah. I wonder how you even go about it. You start with model work, landmarks, anatomy. Yeah. And then, you know, pouring impressions. Like once they know what they're looking at, then they can start to get their hands on it. How do you do your setups? We've talked to a lot of removable technicians and everyone tends to have a little different way about going about setups. Oh, like... I knew a guy that did them upside down. We've Yay. talked to people that start with the, the front two. We've had people start with the posterior. I mean, it's just kind of all over the place. I agree with that. I don't think I ever like have one routine where I set every case exactly the same. Really? Interesting. It really just depends. But I mean, I do like to, I start with my top two, like before I've done my full lower, starting mm -hmm. with the centrals and then just placing everything. But as of late, I start with the top, I'll set my two centrals, and then follow along my plane with those, and then set the lower to it. But I do always try to place my first buys last. Why is that? I'm curious. Um, spacing. Huh. I don't know. I just wow. feel like I'm, I'm able to get to achieve a tighter setup when I do that, and I know it's really weird. <laughs> that is crazy, but it works for you, so obviously it does. It's good. That's good. I've never heard that before. Is that because it's easier to cut that tooth to make it fit? I don't always like to cut the tooth. Oh. I do do a little sliver sometimes if I have to, but... Sure. I feel like, I don't know, it just... it The function that I get is just great. Just Interesting. glides right on about. You mentioned that the affordable that you're in has some digital. Are you printing anything or doing anything in the lab that's digital? So, no, not yet. Wow. That's something that like they'll scan off and they do elsewhere on the outside. I know they have some people that are doing it for affordable. Oh. 
Oh, you mean like a subcontractor? I'm not sure if it's that or if they actually have it within the company. Yeah, like okay. other affordable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm not exactly sure about that, but I know that I have talked to Doc and we've spoken about trying to like, maybe not when it's so hectic, but like right now we're slow. I was like, man, we could, we could convert this, jump on board and try to pick there up. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to convince him. <laughs> Give him a little nudge. This is where we kind of need to go. So but let's he's go. down with it. Like he signed up for um, wanting to do it. You know, when they first asked, he's like, put it down for the office and stuff. So I think he's eager to learn the, the new technology as well. Do you guys get doctors that go in and go out or is it mostly, well, I know you've only been there three months, but does the doctor own the practice or how does that, how does that work? So I don't think that anyone owns it. I think they just have the, the doctors that manage it because I, I work with two. And they don't like, they stay there pretty much their whole career or do they go in and, in and out into different places? Do you know? So no, one of them has been there for six years and the other one, I think for three, but I think that they oh, basically good. just stay with the practice unless they part ways with the company. Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. Because um, we work for Aspen a lot, and you know they trade up and move over and change places um, a fair amount. Yeah, they be flip some of them. <laughs> yeah, so I, was, I was curious if that's a similar uh, work model. I will say, Ashley, for someone that's only been there for a month, you're doing a great job talking about the company. Yeah. Dude, okay. I, like, I feel put on spot about that because I'm like, oh, shit, what if I don't represent this piece in the right way? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, someone's probably going to listen to this and then be like, I've been with the company for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> for 10 <laughs> years. <laughs> and I don't move around. Stay there. I love it. That's great. Yeah. So what do you see like your job changing? Do you think it'll evolve at all as you stay there for longer and longer and longer? I do. I definitely do. I see the I see the near future changing just because digital's becoming more prominent. Yeah. But like as I've been saying, I'm trying to nudge Doc onto the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I think that it would be I think it'd be really beneficial for everyone. Are there other Aspen, I keep saying that, are there other affordables that are fully digital and just killing it that you could use as a as a training or facility reference. or reference or anything? You know, I'm not even sure about that. You had to get out more. Just kidding. I got I to gotta ask more questions, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the day gets busy. The day gets long. But yeah, I mean, those are definitely things that I will reach out to them about. Yeah. I mean, I, I know all corporate dentistry is making that move just because it's where everything needs to go right now right right i mean aspen's got the push affordable's working on it i mean it just seems like the most logical step yeah for sure i think it would be beneficial for us all to learn together and you don't see yourself being out of work because of it no no definitely not i mean there's always work to be done i mean if folks can't afford digital, I mean, there's still going to be an option for old fashioned, of course. Yeah. I notice online you do a lot of teeth that are gold and dentures. Yes. Is this a thing in Nashville or? Dude, it is like, and I love it. Like gold are my favorite. I get so freaking hype. I'm like, yes, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's great. Like, they be putting diamonds in it and all kinds of stuff. Like, they're like, yeah, let me get the one with the little jewel. I'm like, yeah, all right, we got you. (laughs) We got you. How often do you think you do them? 
I bet you we did it like twice a year here, here in Indiana. Well, I've done it if five. We were lucky. I've done five cases since in the past three months. So that's awesome. I mean, I imagine that's a premium cost to the patient. I imagine. Yes, for sure. You're gonna want to give them better teeth, better materials. Wow. It's just it's rewarding for me. I just I dig it. I dig those people who are like, hey. Let me Let's get that gold. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, well, I've also seen pictures of you with bright pink hair. So you yes. seem to be that type that just put it out there. So. It's actually orange now, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, it's funny because we had a doctor who came to fill in from another affordable because like our doctors mm-hmm. were at a convention or something. So she came in and she looked at me and she was like, hey, I know you. And of course, I'm getting nervous because I'm like, oh, where does she know me from is it like a good encounter is it a bad encounter i don't know like and she was like yeah she's like you look so familiar she's like i think it's your hair and i was like yeah probably turns out we worked together at an aspen like five years prior oh like she remembers me from like five years ago i'm like holy I guess the hair is the trademark. I don't know. Hey, whatever works, you know. I'm just I'm impulsive like that. I love to dye my hair. Yeah, so do I. So that I got a question on your Instagram. So how often are you posting on there? Like, how do you just like a case is interesting, and you're like, all right, I'm going to put this on there, or what? So I really love immediate cases, just because. I mean, they're really rewarding, especially like when you have one that comes in really crazy and you're actually able to make it look really, really nice. It's the best. Mm -hmm. I mean, because we do get really busy, most of the time I'll set my phone up and film a bunch of content and then just go back and pick and choose. And then like as far as like pictures, if I feel like the case was really rewarding or I just like the way that it turned out, I always try to document it. Like even if it's not my best. Like, I still like to have that as something for reflection, I guess. Yeah. You can go back and review and see how you've how far along you've come. And, and like, things that I, I can work on because, like, we can always be better. Like I said, I always try to wake up and be better person than I was the day before, as well as a better technician. What made you start posting? Oh, I was working at a lab in Nashville, and me and this girl got hired on about the same time, and she used to work for Aspen as well. Mm -hmm. We had the same background, of course, like everybody and their mom works for Aspen. Yeah. And she was like, hey, you know, I've been posting my work on Instagram. She's like, you should do it too. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I created a page and started posting stuff. And like, I don't think it was just about the content I was posting, it was also about like the content I was able to get my hands on. Cause like I learned so much from people on there. Did you know the community on Instagram before you got on there? So I did not. It's insane, isn't it? I had no idea until a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, this is where everybody's hanging out. <laughs> 100% insane. Like just organically going about it, you know, and then you, you meet all these people and like, there's all these technicians from different places in the world and their work is so amazing and it's so inspiring and everybody has their own story and their own journey. And it's, it's dope. We can all share the in our day, but we can also share the things that we really enjoyed as well. And yeah, great. I feel like it makes us all strive to to be better, but also to be like super supportive. You think you improve by just putting the pictures out there knowing that other people are looking at it thinking, wow, I have to do better because it's out there. I mean, obviously you always want to put out your best, but 
I'm not sure that everything solely that I post is about necessarily to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of like to show where I stand and like also where I want to go. Things that I can I can reflect on. Like I, I can look at my stuff and be like, okay, that looks really good. But like the more I look at it, I'm like, okay, so this is what I can change. Like this is what I can do better. Do you ever scroll back to the very first post, look at it, judge it? All the time. All the yeah. time. I do. I know it's crazy, <laughs> but like I always scroll back and I'm like, damn, you know, I've come a long way, but like there's still room to grow for sure. Yeah. It's not bad. I'm looking at your very first one. If if it lets me go back that far, and uh, it's not bad, I'd hire you. Aww, yeah. <laughs> you talk about evolving, though. Like, how do you do? You look at pictures. Do you look at videos? Like, when you don't have somebody that's training you all day, every day. Like, how do you push yourself to get better? It's obviously you're self motivated, but like, where do you find it all? Is it mostly on Instagram? Instagram, YouTube, like research. Like, I'll even watch surgery videos. <laughs> oh, God. Do you have to like, lay down to do it? or Bro, I knew you were coming in hot with that. <laughs> no, I'm already stationed. I have to be yeah. stationed in a chair. <laughs> Two pillows shoved in on either side. I'm ready. <laughs> I'd be a water. Like... <laughs> But yeah, source material from anywhere, really. But like, honestly, Instagram has always been really great because there are all these other amazing technicians and different points in their career. And, you know, you can tell that they've worked really hard to get there, but also that they have a lot of like supportive information to help other people who were once in their shoes, you know, trying to learn, trying to get better and find different ways to go about things. What I love about it is is people posting their work. But it's not comments of what they did wrong. It's people asking your process and then the poster answering it openly. Right. I mean, almost all these, you can click on the comments and someone's like, well, how did you get that? And then the person's like, well, I use this tool and this tool and this process. And it's, I think that's what helps it grow and be so popular. It's not just pictures and, and no information, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's super informational. It's the best. Like, honestly, like if I can think of something that like I'm handed a case and I'm like, I have no idea where to go or where to begin on this. Like, like you said, there's no one extra there to train you nine times out of 10. You can think of something where you've seen something similar and you can go back to it and look at it and be like, okay, so this is what direction I need to go. Yeah. It's amazing to me. The willingness to help on Instagram. I used to think Instagram was just pictures, but it really isn't. It's changing a lot. Yeah, it's changing fast. You got to click on the view comments and it's it's pretty amazing what you can learn. I want to tell everybody the comments are the best. You, you <laughs> have to. Like you have to. They're the That's best. That's half the fun. <laughs> it is. What about local shows? Well, you're in Nashville, so I guess Chicago. Do you head up to Chicago every year? I don't. I've actually never been to Chicago, believe it or not. What? What? Yeah. Never been to Chicago. You got to get to Chicago next year. I know. That's the plan. That's for sure the plan. Yeah. Yeah. There's no other meeting like that. You would learn. You would pick up so much from going to that meeting. You got to be your own advocate and talk to your company and be like, all right, guys, 
send me here. Right, for sure. Yeah. I know there's been a couple years that I plan to go with people, but it's fell through. So I've always felt super like awkward going by myself, you know? <laughs> yeah, I no, can see that. You won't be. Yeah. You know all the people on Instagram. You won't be alone. I tell this to people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. When you go to a place like Chicago, you just find people that are like-minded, that know you or know your name, and you just hang out. Sounds rad. Everybody be like, hey, there's that crazy-haired girl. There she is. (laughs) Yeah. There's that dude, Elvis. Yeah. Everyone hide. (laughs) (laughs) And I mentioned it to you right before we started, because Nashville, ladies of the mill, got to make sure you go to that next year. Yes, for sure. You missed a great show. I know. Like I said, I was listening to your recordings and stuff, and I was like, oh, and I saw the pictures. I was like, oh, it just looks like so much fun. So much fun. What was it like right down the street? Yeah, legit. (laughs) Next year. I'm telling you. I've got to be there, too. I keep saying that I'm going to go, and I still haven't been. So this year, I'm going. I feel like a jerk off. I'm 15 minutes down the road. Like That's pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, but you also have a family so we get it i do yes i do i have three little rascals so you have three kids i do oh the- how the hell do you manage your workload and three kids that's what Jeez. i'm saying like when it <laughs> when it comes to like trying to expand my mind with it like, i want <laughs> to so bad but at the same time work-life balance is everything yes totally i imagine blood doesn't bother you now that you've had three kids well no not the as much. The grossness that kids produce. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, especially these suckers. Ugh. What ages no. are they? Any interest of doing what mom does? Um, or are they too young? Yeah, so Noah's three. Cohen is seven. He'll be eight next week. And Bailey is nine. She'll be 10 in January. Wow, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah, you could get them set in teeth now. Yeah, I got them exactly. a little like Play-Doh tooth setting thing. So. Oh, of course, that thing's great. Yeah, they they dig that. They they love toothbrushes, so like you know that's great, right? Well, that's half the battle of raising kids. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> be going through like the whole package of toothbrushes because like they take one, pick it up, somehow ma- it manages to end up on the ground, grab another one. Oh. And I'm just like, y'all are going through all these toothbrushes, y'all. Come on now. <laughs> I make teeth. I don't get toothbrushes for free. I know, right? Yeah. But like, my daughter's always super interested. She'll be like, oh, what's that, mommy? She's like, did you make that? And I'm like, yes. You know, all That's flattered. Awesome. Do you have a little waxing station at home where you can bring stuff from work? I don't, but I need one. That but is something that I don't have one. About. <laughs> the Keep the line deep yeah. and straight between work. Yeah. And home. <laughs> I'm telling you. Exactly. Or keep it in the shed in the backyard. Either or. <laughs> Well, Ashley, it's exciting that what you're doing, and thank you so much, honestly, for talking about a place you've only been at for four months. Bro. Pretty impressive. It is. We didn't mean to put you on the spot, and <laughs> but I think you did a fantastic job. I didn't know that much about affordable. And, yeah. and now I do. I was really jazzed about that because, we, like I said, we work for Aspens and some of those people, but I don't think Elvis and I have ever talked to anybody from affordable, so uh-huh. thank you for... Uh, kind of setting the tone and the picture of what they're doing there. That's great. Thanks. I really appreciate you guys having me. Thank you for your time. Yeah, I hope I hope I did justice. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's great. Definitely need to uh, push those guys into getting digital, too, for you. I'm trying. I bet you'll be damn good at that, too. I'm like a huge advocate, <laughs> and I, don't have, I know nothing yep. about it. But, you know, obviously what I see and read, but 
you know, I'm for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Awesome. I need to get you digital and you to Chicago Lab Day. Yes, sir. So what is your Instagram? How can people follow you? So my name on there is really long. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm having you say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. So underscore A period S period H period L period E period I period G period H underscore underscore wow <laughs> so, i know but like all the ashley's were taken so like i had to add all these periods and underscores oh that's how it works all right i was like wow yes, because like god i have such a freaking common name it sucks but not a common spelling at least to me it's you not, would be surprised so. there's a whole bunch I of these on there yeah. <laughs> well in case people didn't hear that, we'll be sure to have a link on this episode show notes. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. We appreciate it and hope to see you soon. Right on. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Ashley, for coming on our podcast. We really appreciate that you were able to talk about affordable dentures and implants, even though you haven't been there for very long, which is very surprising because she was pretty awesome, I'll say. Handled it well. Yes, she did. It's always amazing to hear from technicians that get to deal with the patients and how they handle them and sometimes their blood or not. Let's just say it's not for everybody and I'm going to include myself in there. And to go from pouring 400 models, which is crazy, a night, to teaching others how to set up teeth is quite an accomplishment. So congratulations, to all your success and your future success, Ashley. Awesome. And your hair. Whatever color it is that day. Right on. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's all we got for you. And we will talk to you next week. Have a good week. Have a good one. Bye. You want a room full of big balls? Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs>